This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Uh, greetings, everyone. Welcome to the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, John Solberg. Today, I get to take you back to September 11 of 2012. It's a doubleheader. First time around the show on this day was Mr. Sterling Ball, Big Papa Smokers. Let's get right into Greg and Sterling's first chat on the really big Barbecue Central show. Again, from September 11, 2012. Kick-ass bass riff right there. Right, my first guest tonight is a competitive barbecue cook. He sells cookers and also puts together barbecue competitions. He is a first-timer to the show, so let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and grab pitmaster of Big Papa Smokers, Sterling Ball, joining me here on the show. Sterling, how are you, buddy? Fine. How are you doing, Greg? Doing absolutely fantastic, Sterling, and I appreciate you making time for the show tonight. Uh, I guess before... Yeah, you got a nice green room here. A nice green room? Yeah, all these appetizers and stuff. Oh, well, uh, you know, we try and keep it uh, horrifically professional on here on the show. Uh, I'm impressed. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, so look, Sterling, you're first-timer to the show. If uh, people aren't exactly familiar with who you are, uh, maybe a little background on you. And, of course, you know, how, how does this whole barbecue thing infect you? And uh, is it something that you, you've always been into, or did you get into it a little bit later in life? Well, um, my background is a guitar business. Um, a company called Ernie Ball, and then we make guitars called Music Man Guitars, and I'm always cook. And it's funny, I bought a Prager, and I said, wait, I can fix men here, because men are supposed to be able to barbecue. Right. And most guys can't, and the, they, uh, no direct flame. So I decided to start a business, and it was making videos and uh, forums and all hooked up with Mac. And I think I have the second Mac ever made and kind of took off and running. So if I could backtrack just for a second, I mean, you're, you're, you're in the music business and, you know, from all accounts from, I was kind of doing my uh, research. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the Ernie Ball line of, uh, of strings is really one of the, the most highest regarded. And then of course you got into the guitar making, how does it, how does the transition go from being you know very successful in that industry and then working over into barbecue? Well, it's not a transition. I just don't sleep much. I still do both. <laughs> well, so every uh, ball screens, uh, every third of a second, somebody buys one and we sell them in 110 foreign countries. And the Beatles use them. The Stones still do. Hendrix and John Mayer and just about anybody. I was the number one one for guitar string. And, uh, you know, it's it's been an exciting business. I still love it. My kids are very involved now. And Big Papa Smokers was just something I wanted to do. And it was funny how many of my friends said, what are you doing? What are you trying to prove? And I said, I'm just having fun. Ernie, I don't want to, Ernie, jeez, uh, pardon me, Strong, I don't want to tell you what to do, but forget it. <laughs> Get some sleep and uh, stick with the strings. Get out of this non-sleep business of competition barbecue. Oh, my goodness. 
All right, uh, Sterling Ball joining me here on the show. BigPapaSmokers.com is the website. Uh, if you haven't been over there, go ahead and check it out. Uh, when did you decide to get into the competition side of things, Sterling? It was an accident. The guys at the factory were bringing the smokers over that I was buying. Some woman, they said, hey, we're going to go compete. And I said, well, you guys are going to get crushed. And so they brought a keg of beer, a case of Jameson's, and five drums. And they came in second in ribs out of 55 teams, so figured they had it made. Uh-oh. So they went to the next comp with two kegs and two cases of Jameson. <laughs> and I guess they thought the judges had it in for them. <laughs> and so I went and visited them, and so I sort of took over. And not really took over, it's a great team. And we started uh, getting pretty serious about it. Now, how long ago was that? When was the first competition you ever got into? Well, my first competition was three years ago. All right, three years ago. And then how long have you been doing, um, was, is it kind of hand and foot with the the barbecue selling side of the business through the website and then the smokers and all that other stuff? Yeah, we have pelletsmoking.com, which is a really uh, fun pellet platform with a lot of great cooks on it. Um, I have drumsmoking.com, Big Papa Smokers. Um, we put on Johnny Big classes, which are really fun. In fact, I'm going to announce one now right after Havison, September 1st and 2nd. It's already sold out, though, the Pitmaster's effect. We sell the Screw Branch Wagyu to all the barbecue teams. and Oh, it's got a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, Sterling Ball joining me here on the show. So when you have, you know, this many online presences, you're trying to... you know, there's not a lot of people that I guess will do both sides of the fence. They're not, you know, an active barbecue business. Uh, you know, you're selling a bunch of different cookers. You have your own lines of rubs and sauces, which we'll get into here in just a little while. Um, but then you're also out there competing as well and, and trying to get that brand out. Is, is it hard to kind of, I don't want to say play both sides of the fence, but do both and be successful at both? Or is one kind of helping the other out? No, you know what? I probably wouldn't compete except for I like the people so much. And especially out here in California, we just have a great group of uh, guys get together and gals. And it's just a blast. It's great camaraderie. I think that's one of the biggest things that people say over and over again throughout uh, barbecue is the fact that you know it's it's really the people, or it seems to always tie back to how great the people are. So, you know, a guy in your position who had... I'm sorry. Little feedback there. Sorry about that. Um, the so I, I guess you know when you're when you're doing all of this, maybe the next best idea ever would be to go ahead and and do a barbecue competition, which is kind of the the crux of, of why we're coming in tonight. And you're doing the the King of the Smokers contest. So if you could kind of tell us a little bit about that event and what it entails. Well, King of the Smokers was something I wanted to do since I wanted the first contest. And it was sort of, you know, getting the, the great cooks, the up-and-coming cooks, the legends together for a big purse, but kind of having a little hook. And so even though I sell, I'm the number one dealer for Mac in Memphis, it's no pellet smoker, no guru, no stoker, uh, no garnish, because I hate garnish. I hate parsley. 
Um, you got to cook on uh, the meat provided to you. It's random. I mean, they'll check in and get a ping pong ball with, their, with a number on it and go to the meat truck and get that. And uh, it's, like I said, 2014 is $50,000 prizes, and it's hosted at the Laquita Resort, which is a five-star resort in uh, California desert. It's a fabulous place. So is it solely because you wanted to see what the best cooks and how they would do, I guess, under similar situations? Or maybe I should even back up out of that. I mean, for being such a, a pro pellet cooker guy, and, uh, you know, there is a question I was going to ask you a little bit later on in the interview. For somebody that is pro pellet and sells pellet grills, it seems like you're. It, it's a huge contradiction for you to not allow pellet cookers and not allow the automatic pit temperature control devices, which I feel if you're using it on a, on a charcoal-style grill, it's it, that pretty much is a pellet cooker in, in essence. You're both setting temperatures and really not having yeah, to do fire maintenance. But, but, so so why eliminate part of your, in essence, why eliminate part of your business model? Because, because listen, I love pellet cookers. In fact, I've got some screw branch short ribs and pineapple out on the grill right now um, on, on a Mac. But I think actually in competition, I'm going to prefer stick burners, and I like old school. I mean, we compete on jambos. And I saw Backwoods, I saw Meadow Creek, I saw Hasty Bake, mm-hmm. I saw Onyx. So, I mean, I saw a lot of different lines that aren't black cookers, too. So this is just more of a let's get it back to basics, or, or I guess what a lot of purists would say would be closest to a traditional low and slow style barbecue competitions that... Uh, I guess, in essence, a lot of people are, or a lot of events are getting away from due to the technology that's being allowed into events. Well, you know what? I I just thought it'd be fun to see everybody cook, uh, manning their own pit and uh, cooking the same meat and in, in a very intimate and fun environment. I've got a lot of surprises. Got a James Beard chef that's going to do a bacon dinner for the comp for the competitors on Friday night. And I got some secret uh, musicians that are going to come and play. So and it's open to the public. And I think that if, if you're a fan of barbecue and smoking, I mean, you've got everybody from Johnny Trigg to Pigskin at this deal. And Chris Willie's coming, Rod Cray, uh, Tucky Stone, you know, just, I don't know how many GCs we've got in this crew, but it's a lot. <laughs> To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. Sterling Ball joining me here on the show. Um, is this uh, also set up to, to ben anything, benefit anything in particular, or are you just putting it on uh, to have these guys come in and kind of show their wiles? No, no, it benefits the Casey Lee Ball Foundation, which is uh, my family started uh, 18 years ago because my youngest son, Casey, was born with polycystic kidney disease. Actually, he's got my right kidney. He's had 10 operations. Um, He's doing fine now. He actually works in the office of Big Papa Smokers, but um, we've funded research now at Seattle Children's, UCLA, Texas Children's, uh, Cincinnati Children's, and a lot of drugs that kids that are transplanted around the world. those drugs were brought to market by Casey Ball Foundation. Well, that's actually absolutely... the largest pediatric kidney foundation in the world. Wow, cool! So uh, definitely going to be benefiting uh, something that's near and dear to you as well. 
Now, look, I, I got to ask you this question. You know, I would imagine that with a purse like this, $50,000, there are uh, probably uh, more than enough teams feeling left out or wondering why they weren't invited to this deal. And it's probably like the same teams uh, that are wondering why they never make it on to Pitmasters TV or anything like that. Have you been getting any blowback from teams that thought that, uh, you know, what about me? Why wasn't I included? Well, you know what? Yes, I got some, but but not much because, you know, I, I prefer to look at it that I'm trying to do something different and positive for barbecue. I think I've got a balance of everybody's balance. Uh, everybody's roster would be different, but, you know, I'm writing the check, so I get to do that. That's no hard feeling. Some great teams obviously got left off because there's more than 24 great teams in the country. And, you know, so we had the same experience when we got picked for Pitmasters in season two. You know, a lot of, a lot of cookers really were upset that we got picked. It's just how it works. And it's an annual event. Believe me, the guys who didn't get picked this year that probably should have. I mean, I can't, it's 24 teams. I mean, I can only invite 24. And it's called the so King. Maybe next year, year after it. And it's called the King of the Smokers. Uh, so this will be the uh, initial event. It'll go on for uh, you know every year after this. Um, when is it going to be again? What are the dates? It's like December seventh. Um, December December seventh and eighth. Yes. December seventh and and again open to the public. Uh, oh, absolutely. All right. So um, and yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, um, aside from this one, have you put together any other contests, or is this your, your first go at, at putting together an actual event? You know, but we've, I've, been, I've been promoting events for you know, 30 years. We have the Battle of the Bands with 35,000 bands in it. And, you know, we're, we're doing a, a, a contest right now for Clapton, for Crossroads, uh, Madison Square Garden. So uh, a lot of the marketing and stuff that you're seeing in Big Papa Smokers it's pretty much an extension of my career. It's what I've done all my life. So it's just a different venue. All right. So the this particular event is kind of sectioned off to, you know, meeting certain criteria as far as cookers are concerned and the meats and all that stuff. You know, aside from this particular event that you're doing, in general, would you like to see competition barbecue opened up to any style of cooker, gas, electric? Obviously, you have the pellet cookers and the ones that have the gurus and stuff. Should the floodgates be opened, and do you think it would, uh, A, bastardize what's happening right now with competition barbecue, or do you think it could lend itself and really put it over the top as far as popularity is concerned? Well, I have a lot of uh, early morning discussions with my good meat friend Meathead about this, and me. He believes that, it, that KCBS is limiting with the stuff, and I'm fine cooking the four meats. And I think one of the biggest problems with competition barbecue is uh, the expense for most of the teams. I think uh, also we really, out here out west, we have a lot of one-and-done contests where promoters come in, and I think that the cooks need to put on a little better show for the fans I think they need to serve them a little better barbecue, and I think they need to make the sponsor want to up their commitment rather than run. Uh, I'd like to see more of the backyard stuff. I'd like to see more Weber, two-meat Weber kettles or drum, stuff like that, that might get people going. Do you, would you have a problem if they started letting electric cookers and gas cookers in, too? Well, I don't have a problem, but I, it's not what I would do if 
I was the commissioner of KCBS, but I mean, if that's what somebody's comfortable in cooking and feels like they can get a competitive flavor profile, it's, it's not a problem for me. All right, so, you know, we talked about this a different time during the interview. We're talking with Sterling Ball. BigPapaSmokers.com is the website. You sell a bunch of different cookers on your website, pellet cookers, the Hasty Bakes, the Backwoods, uh, some of the other ones you had mentioned. You know, I assume that you probably have a lot of folks that ask you, what cooker should I buy, especially those that are just getting into it. How do you go about suggesting to people what they should take into consideration for buying their first cooker? What kind of guidance do you give them? Well, first of all, I find out what they want to cook and then how often they want to cook. And that usually, oh, um, you know, somebody primarily wants to sear steaks and chops and chicken, I'll steer them towards something more like the hasty bake. And if somebody wants a, something that's capable of doing everything, it's usually a pellet drum. And the drum, I think the drum is, uh, you know, we just came out with this kit. I had the engineers in the guitar department. I said, I want you to design airflow. I want you to design the drum kit. I want you to engineer it. And so we've got the kit, and it's $129, and with great instructions. I mean, I think the drum is probably one of my favorite cookers. I mean, if I had to get rid of all of them, which would be hard for me because I seriously have the disease. I have sort of more than I admit to. Uh, but it would probably be a drum. You know, I mean, you, you obviously have a, I mean, you can hear that passion and that excitement in your voice. Uh, you know, you're successful on a you know, completely different industry. You obviously have a passion for cooking. And, you know, I think w- with all the people that know you and kind of know what you're about, they can see that uh, that excitement for cooking. You ever thought about just throwing caution in the wind, just saying F it and, and make like a sterling ball cooker or something like that? Completely revolutionize yeah. and change the industry? I, those who know me, I start at around 5 in the morning and I quit at 9.30 <laughs> at night. So everything I do is is fun. And I figure I do everything for free except for talk to lawyers and accountants, and then I charge them. But, no, this is about being creative and about having fun. I'll tell you what's interesting about barbecue. My wife had to get used to me um, wearing gloves and carrying a camera. <laughs> she had to get used to that. Uh, the Facebook is a burden, and it's funny, the last contest in Mesquite, I had three people come up and say, so who does the cooking for you on your uh, Facebook page? And the telephone, they said, that's me, that would be me. So it, it, that, that's the job. I mean, i got to cook a lot. And then after a while, you get people cr- criticizing you because some of the salad wasn't straight on the plate. So that's that's always fun. Sterling Ball joining me here on the show, and uh, he's got a big event happening December 7th and 8th called The King of the Smokers. It's by invitation only. There's going to be 24 teams, and this will be the first of what uh, we hope will be a yearly event. Uh, no pellet grills, no automatic temperature control devices. Everybody's going to be cooking the same style of meat, so kind of putting everybody on an even playing field and seeing who's going to bring the A game for a $50,000 uh, prize purse. Sterling, anything else you would like to mention here before I turn you loose? Well, um, no, I just, I think it's been really fun being in barbecue. I I like it a lot. I've met some great people, like the Pitmasters experience. I would have never met Johnny Trigg, who I consider a very dear friend. And uh, I think we're all lucky in barbecue to have guys like Johnny out there. Um, you know, I'm enjoying the rubs. I've got a lot of really good teams using my money and happy ending rubs. And 
I would just like naming a rub happy ending, too. I was, yeah, I was going to say, happy that. ending rub. You could never say that enough. That's one of the best things ever. How, how long did it yeah, take to come perfect. up with that name? Oh, it just sort of came to me. Right. Probably uh, with a little massage, dare I say, if you know what I mean? No, no, no. This is all about cooking. It's a finishing rub. <laughs> of course. This is nothing except on the up and up. Uh, Sterling Ball from Big Papa Smokers. Uh, check them out. BigPapaSmokers.com. Sterling, I appreciate the time tonight. Thanks for coming out. Thanks a lot. You got Thanks it. Good. There he is. Sterling Ball. Wow. And there it is. Greg's first conversation with Sterling Ball, Big Papa Smokers. You can catch up with everything Sterling's got going on. Just start out by hitting BigPapaSmokers.com. I don't mind saying, great source for supplies. Uh, my favorite place to buy, gloves. Crazy as it sounds, they got a lot of stuff over there. Hey, do me a favor if you haven't already. Head on over to the BBQCentralShow.com. Subscribe to the Barbecue Central Show via podcast. Never miss an episode of this show or that show again. This full episode is also available for you there. Just hit the Best Moments archives. Find this show from September 11th, 2012. Going to be right there for you. Thanks so much for checking it out. Until next time, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.